Hi friends, welcome to the Bloom Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Sad, alongside with your other host, Elizabeth Critton. This is a podcast where we connect as real women with real stories. All of us on here know how to laugh and have a good time, but it doesn't mean this is your typical brunch talk. As a disclaimer for our listeners, at times the stories and conversations may feel a bit too real, because they are. We want these conversations with you, no matter how surface or deep they go, because real relationships don't just hang out at the shallow end where it is always sunny and safe. Your real tribe is willing to go with you into the deep and come out swimming with you on the other side. Ultimately, we are here to shine light where it is dim or dark and slay the lies in your life by covering them with God's truth. Our hope for everyone listening and joining us is to empower action, encourage hope, and equip you with the power tools to break through and be who you are made to be. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend. Thank you for joining us. Now let's dive in. We are moving into the month of parenting. I think a a good question would be, like, what do you desperately want more of Mm. in the area of parenting okay and no should be fruitful in the area of parenting and you're walking that out navigating it but it just feels hard to sustain consistently or remember to tend to I have actually been reflecting a lot I feel like God has been really Um, showing me more of my heart's desire in this area of being a parent and a mom and how I want to steward that and my hopes and dreams for it. Um, um, I, my son's going to be turning 10 soon and I just can't believe we've had him for 10 years. And I feel like we're still at times in that fresh, young, like parenting mode of we're just beginning, but yet we've been a decade in of parenting. And, um, and my, I guess my heart's grievance comes with wanting to give them all the things that you, that you dreamt of giving your kids when you were young. Like when you become a mom, I want to have this for my kids. I want to have this. And like, I want them to be able to do this and all of the things you want to be able to provide and give them. And here sitting almost 10, a decade in, it's like, have we done that? Have we, and how far off do we feel from being able to just have this abundance of being able to like, just give what our hearts really want to give them. And, um, And then also I look back and I see pictures of them when they're little and like the way my heart was towards them as babies, my heart is not that way towards them as young adults or children um, or older children, I guess. It's very, it's much more um, aggravated at times. You know, I just feel like my patience for them isn't as sweet as it was. And I, and I feel very sad about that enough to want to make sure that I'm more intentional with how I choose. Also who like listening to wiser old people on how 
they um, suggest and how, when they look back, what they would have done or what they did do that worked well. Um, I just do believe that there's a place in my heart that is like, time is like flying. And I don't want to miss their hearts because right now their hearts still desire us and they still want to be close to us. And I don't want to turn around and be like, oh, I missed that. That is so good. I love that. I know. Um, And I can't believe that he's almost 10. That's so crazy. I'm... For me, the the biggest thing that every day, like at the end of the day, I might get a whole bunch of stuff done or not, right? (laughs) Sometimes we have big aspirations and then it's like, but I think it is like, I hate when I, when Leighton wants to go do something and I'm like, first I have to clean the house. And then like, I'll give him like, the end of my energy at the end of the day and like when we go fishing or something like I'm tired or maybe sometimes we I say we're gonna go do something and then we run out of time because I had to do all this other stuff and I think there is a time for everything but I know in my spirit the, the time to have fun and be silly is now. We have kids and like make memories and not be so serious. And then I wonder like when he gets serious with me, like why is that? And it's probably because I'm always serious with him because I feel like I have to get all this stuff done. And it, um, I think the solution to this, which we know is like carving out that time just for them that is silly and fun and creative and attentive, but I just don't, I don't want to miss that either because I don't want to like try to be silly and have fun and not cool mom. You know what I mean? He's six years old now. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many simple ways and we don't have to measure up to anyone. Like no one's going to come in and be upset that my dishes aren't perfectly done or that I have some articles of clothing laying on our beds or whatever. Like that's what I know he'll remember from childhood. It's not, it's not going to be how, what a great perfect housekeeper I was, but it's going to be like my mom made time to come to my world and get on my level and do things that matter to me. Um, so I think just slowing down for that. And I just hate that the pressure um, to do things is so thick and it steals so much from us as parents. So my prayer would be that we just have a love and intentionality and like an, a remembrance that like that pressure isn't allowed to come in and steal sweet, tender, fun moments that we have in just a short season with our kids. I think that's really good. And I think we've been kind of talking, even going to that place of pressure and the 
place of pressure that comes from the world is what drives us further from our kids. And the place of pressure that comes from God drives us closer to their hearts. And I think that we have to understand what pressure we're listening to. Um, and I do believe it says there's this quote. I don't remember where I got this from. Love will deny itself and look out for the well-being of other people. And I think a lot of the reason we give into the pressures of the world is because we are not denying ourselves, like how we look. It becomes about us and not about our children and what's best for them. And I think it becomes a self mode, right? And that's what keeps us from connection with anyone. That's what keeps us from the fulfillment of our heart is when we live for ourselves and not serve others as Jesus did. And so I think we listen to those pressures and we become more unfulfilled and more in void and more in seek and search for um, that relation relationship, that, that tender touch when we are do we, listening to the pressures that are going to save us, that are going to make us look good, that are going to make us feel better in reference to Elizabeth being like you just with your horse and how your horse speaks to you. I have my husband who loves horses and Elizabeth who loves horses and a lot of other people love horses. And I was listening to um, Clinton Anderson about applying um, pressure. And he said, pressure motivates your horse to look for the answer. It's the release that shows them it's what you want them to do. So it's like when the pressure is constantly knocking at our door and pushing against us from the outside world. It like never goes away. It never releases. It's always there. It's always telling us we need to get those dishes done. It's always telling us we're not doing enough. It's always telling us, um, you could be better and it never, that pressure never ceases and never goes away. Um, it may for a moment, but the pressure that comes from God there's a point of release and that release is that like reward of like, whoa, that feels so good. Okay. Let's keep doing this. And that's like the, for me, I just, um, my kids wanted to play this game and I was tired <laughs> and I was like, yes, okay, let's do it. Because I just knew I wanted to have this time with them. And I knew I had been working and I played the game and it was so much fun. We had so much fun. It was like this hide and seek capture game. And, um, and they were like the next day they were telling their dad, they're like, mom was like a little kid. She was like, like sliding in and doing all this. And it was like, oh my gosh, like my kids saw who I am and not this rigid, boring person. And I think we need to come alive and who we are. And the pressure that I was feeling was get up. So like in the, the horse that Clinton Anderson was showing, the horse was laying down. And as he came closer, it was making the horse uncomfortable. And so the horse would get up, right? It's like, sometimes when my kids come to me, I just want to like not do it, whatever they're asking, or I don't want to spend that time or whatever. But there's this pressure this, that's making me uncomfortable that when I do get up, the fulfillment and the release of it 
I know it was what God wanted me to do for our hearts. And so um, I think that when we hide away, when we don't meet them in their childhood and we don't meet them in their world, we quiet their world and we want to make their world come alive. And we don't want to keep covering their world up like it's a burden. I actually um, read this yesterday and it said, whenever we're certain that our own schedules and reputations are the most important to maintain, we lack the sensitivity and compassion needed to pay attention to what someone else is saying and truly digest what they're communicating. We fail to see, to really see what's happening in someone else's heart. And thus we fail to offer sympathy, compassion, and resolution. Um, but that's true. And it's like in those moments where we get rigid and snappy, it's like, are we saying yes to pressure from the world and agreeing with that and, and saying like, you know, that that's what we surrender to or so it's just, it's one of those things that I think as a human is a real, um, learning curve to, navigate but I think that that is so sweet that your your kids were like mom was like a kid <laughs> that is so amazing and that's like the kind of like the desire of my heart that's the kind of mom that I want to be is like fun and silly and like do things that are like I don't care what the world thinks like I'm just gonna have fun and make memories and moments um with you because you're a priority to me over what people think. And I think that's the big issue. Like that's, that's what keeps us stifled is like, we want approval and to be good so badly that we put these expectations on us rather than just knowing I am good. I was created to steward and delight in what God's given me and and be joyful and joy filled and show my children this. And like, number one, like the first ministry in our lives is our families, right? Like, and sometimes it's like, okay, I have to attend to this thing that God called me to. Well, the thing that God calls you to is right there waiting to ask you a question. You know what I mean? Like that's number one. And, and that's one of those things. It's like, God wants to elevate us in furthering his kingdom, but he's asking us to be faithful in the small things. He's like, make the most of what I've given you um, and listen to my voice, listen for my voice, and then I'll take care of the rest. And so sometimes we like put things in compartments like, oh, well, that means for this or that means for this area of my life. But I feel like as parents, God wants us to be walking, intending to um, their little hearts too, and knowing that we don't have to look good. We are good. And that it doesn't matter how we look. I just listened to a podcast and this lady, I don't know if she was a mama or an aunt that was raising her, um, her nieces and nephews, but anytime they were stuck in traffic, 
she took bubbles out and blew bubbles out the windows and all the kids did it too. And so they're like in a time where it should be frustrating, they're blowing bubbles. And and then people like, were like, what is happening? This lady's crazy. But her kids were like laughing and it doesn't matter. Like it made people happy and probably question her sanity, but like she knows who God is in her. Like it doesn't matter, you know? So it's just really sweet. And I'm like, yes, I need to go to the dollar store and get a whole bunch of bubbles. And just do things like that, you know, like, um, so it was really good. Um, but I just, I'm just excited and God's grace and timing is so good too. But like having these conversations with your kids for accountability is good too. Like whenever I say Leighton, I want to try to work on this more. And I'm sorry that sometimes I'm like this, but this is my, um, wish for, and my prayer for us. And how I want to be as your mom, he'll remind me gently and it's helpful. Like, I'm like, okay, that's right. Cause we go so easily back into our old days. It's, it is funny because if we actually see our kids with the strengths that they have and that we're not all that we can be, um, for their strengths, like we don't, ha- we can't meet them at every level of where they're strong because they're going to have strengths that are different than ours. And so um, it's really cool when we see each other help each other and navigate as a team of like, Olivia is really good at remembering everything like dates. Um, if you say you're going to do something, um, I am a very fly by the seat of my pants. If it's not in front of me on paper, I will not remember it. Like it has to be in sight for me to remember it or something will happen where I get reminded. I mean, it's like, it's something I hate, but whatever God created me in a way that somehow it works for whatever he he created me to be this way for, but she'll always be like, mom, remember mom, remember. And I'm like, I know. And, and it's not to like, like parent over me, but she knows I have a hard time remembering things. And if I listen to her and be like, yeah, I, she's helping me out. She's not trying to like boss me around, but she's helping me out. Um, then it allows for her not to be quieted in that place of where she is really strong and it is needed. Like there are people that don't you, I love those people because I don't have it. I love those people that know birth dates and are on the date, send the cards, all of these things. Um, because it's, it's a really cool, sweet gift. And a lot of other people can come at it and be like, it's really annoying. And because they don't have it, a lot of people get frustrated at something because they don't have it. And so even working with our kids in, um, allowing their strengths to come alive and not feel, um, challenged or not even challenged, but, um, threatened by them standing in that fullness of who they are um, is really, I believe important to allowing them to, to rise up in the authority and gifts that God has given them. Um, obviously there's times where we have to talk about the respect and the, and the places that are healthy. You know, I was just watching the chosen series and, um, he was talking to James and John and they were getting very passionate, right? So he, he named them James and John because it was like the names of thunder because they're very passionate. But what they were about, when they were getting so angry about it, they weren't using it 
in the healthy way. So he was going to give them doses of those places of authority where they got to step into it till they knew how to manage their, their strengths in a healthy way. Such a good um, display of like your leadership in like raising a little leader because she is, she is going to be like a little like, okay, you go here. Yep. You're going to be here. Like she's so amazing. And like seeing that you don't want to um, deflate her in that but just equip her so that she knows how to use it and that it's the strength and that it involves, you know, intuitive timing and those kinds of things. So that's so precious. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited. I feel like God, um, as well was, I, I have a horse and like Annie was saying, and I have been trying to teach her these other speed events and she's very, very high spirited and sensitive. And so she had a bit in her mouth and it wasn't working and I didn't like how it felt and it didn't feel smooth. It felt choppy and she felt anxious and like it was traumatic. And it's like, you know, most horses have a bit in their mouth. It wasn't a, it was a very, very um, mild bit. But this horse, again, at home, I can ride her bridleless and bareback, like with nothing. And she tries to do what I tell her just with like where my seat position is with, um, where my leg pressure is like, she's just a good and very sensitive. And I think that a lot of us that feel like we want to be good and we want to show up well for God and for others sometimes come into a crazy agreement with pressure. Well, I, never thought um taking the bit off putting a hackamore on which is just a soft band that goes over her nose and I removed the chain that goes underneath to add you know for control and I put a piece of soft leather so it's basically a halter and she ran the best she's ever ran in the barrel pattern we barrel race and it just felt like she was happy. Like, finally, you're going to let me just be good. There's no more harsh expectations or like, you're not trying to squeeze me into this mold that I wasn't created for. I just get to be who I want to be. And I want to try and I want to do good. Just get off me, you know, and, um, just knowing that like, we are good because not because of us, but because who God is in us. Um, and the more we allow ourselves to mirror him and allow his Holy Spirit to change us and we realize, oh my goodness, it's not my strengths. It's not my specific gifts. It's in who God is in me and that I learn who he is so that I can adapt to those changes. Like God is good. And therefore, I don't have to prove anything because I know aside from God, I'm not good. I don't have to prove anything because he's with me, he's in me, and he's for me. And so I don't have to agree with the pressures that come from proving myself to the world that Elizabeth is anything because Elizabeth isn't anything without the goodness of God in my life and in my heart. 
So there's so much freedom and flow that awaits us in this walk of life. And it's just really fun to have a community where we know that and we get to navigate, huh, what other things, what other pressures, what other things in my life are inhibiting me from running free and in step with my maker so that I can really experience the fullness of what he has for me in this life and in this area of my life. And this month in August, we're walking into parenting, which is going to be really incredible. What was stirring was, um, kind of yesterday. And this is like, to hear me this, I'm not putting anyone down who does this, but this is how I feel where we live from a place of performance and putting on how we want to look rather from living from who we are and allowing that to come outwards, right? Like that's what Bloom Strong is. It's the inward to outward appearance. And we want to stop giving you the things to put over yourself to look how you think or you desire to look we want to take off the things that we continue to put on to be like, look at me, like I'm doing it. Uh, I am who he says I am, but does your heart believe it? Are you actually receiving that? Yesterday, I remember, I don't know why it dropped into my head, but it made me think of the people that wear like the shirts, like, like I am a child of God, which is good. Like if you want to wear the shirts, that that's not what, that's not the point I'm making. So you have to hear me when I'm saying this, but I want to be able to wear a plain shirt and people look at me and say, oh, that's a child of God and not feel like in order for someone to know, I have to wear all these things, look a certain way, like have a certain house be presentable in a way that's just lovely, but that when they come in, even if it looks like a mess, the loveliness is pouring out because of what is inside and what we're allowing to be, to release the pressure off of us to be fully who we are. Because when we feel the pressure, we feel more confined, confined and um, afraid to move and to open up. And so it really is a freedom when we hope that this episode of the Bloom Strong podcast blessed your life and added so much value to your day. If you'd like to partner with us and support us, go to www.bloomstrongministries.org. You can find us on social media at Bloom Strong Ministries.